0: hello i welcome you to prophetic voice today thank you so much for joining me you are listening to living the supernatural life podcast this is episode seven i am Shadia Kimbi, and i am your host thank you yesterday let me just say happy easter we are in that season of celebrating our risen lord it's a wonderful season really We thank God for the joy of this season. I pray that you have had a great Easter. And uh, you know what? I pray that you will walk in the newness of this season. You will walk in the uh, power of the resurrection of Christ. That you will know that power in a deeper way. In a new way. In a full way. In Jesus' name. I pray the newness of this season over your life. In Jesus' name. Yes. Amen hallelujah praise God we can declare these things because Jesus declared it on the cross he said it is finished so I declare that into your life today that it's finished it's finished with sorrow it's finished with a torment of the enemy it's finished with all that oh that aggravation that you are carrying in your spirit you know that sleeplessness that fear that uh, uh, that that shame It's finished. We can declare these things because Jesus said it. Jesus said it is finished. So I declare that into your life today, in Jesus' name. Oh, praise God! It's always a pleasure to have you. Um, Today I'm going to be taking time away from the second uh, the teaching I've been doing on Second Kings chapter six, because today I just want us to celebrate this Easter together, our risen Lord. I want us to take time. To so just reflect on the true meaning of Easter or Passover, as the Bible declares it. You know, in Bible terms, it's it's more of Passover. Uh, the thing is that it's 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 such a shame. It's it's sad that the world does not have the understanding of the real meaning of why we celebrate Easter. You know, there's so much noise about it we there's so much noise about it in the in the media the the news and then you see all this uh, the stores the propaganda about easter eggs and easter um baby chicks chocolates (laughs) all of these things and uh, it's at most it's seen as the um historical events of uh, christ who came as a great teacher as a great philosopher you know you have all these things that actually sort of cloud the minds of the people they cannot receive the the goodness the truth of the purpose of easter which is really is a shame because easter is not a day's event It's not a seasonal thing that we do in the easter period it's not it's not just an historical event easter is the very essence of life it's the bridge between man and god Easter provided that means christ through the cross provided that bridge that peace with god in a season like this it's the hand of god holding back the wrath and the judgment that is due to the entire human race So, Easter is not something casual at all. It goes beyond the day. It goes beyond the season. It it goes beyond. It transcends time. Easter, because of Easter, we will be celebrating. We will be rejoicing with God. We will be singing God's praises forever. That is, those who come into the spirit of this season. Those who come into Christ forever, we will be singing God's praise because of Easter. So, Easter is a really wonderful time to celebrate to rejoice in the goodness of god i mean just to give us a brief a little snip view to capture the the meaning you know the understanding about easter to reflect on and to just give praise to god if we look at uh, exodus chapter 12 we can see a mirror reflection of easter there i mean i'm not going to read i'm just 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 to talk briefly about you know what we see there um, about uh, uh, you know ref- reflecting easter the meaning of easter to us you have in exodus chapter 12 as i said a representation of how israel was delivered from captivity where god uh, told moses god sent moses to e- egypt and give him instruction about how to lead God's people out of the captivity they were living in in Egypt, how to come out of the bondage of uh, Pharaoh, the ungodly king at that time in Egypt. And the sum total of the instruction given to Moses was that each household was to take a spotless, perfect lamb. which was supposed to take this lamb in for a period of a certain number of days, probably I think about up to... Four to fourteen days, something like that. And on the same day they were to slaughter that lamb at the same time as instructed. And they were to take some of the blood and smear it on their doorpost. And after that, they were to eat the whole lamb according to the instruction given by God. And by so doing, this hat spared them from death. When the angel of death visited the land of Egypt to judge, to bring judgment upon the land, in which all the firstborn of the land was killed, they were spared because they, they, those, those who smear the, the blood of the animal on their doorposts, they were spared. Their lives were spared. So in, the, in effect, this this event is a kind of um, a preparation is is a symbol, is a picture of Jesus Christ coming to fulfil the Passover requirement, to be the spotless, perfect Lamb of God, to be slaughtered so as to take away the sin of the whole world. So we see a reflection of that, of what Easter um, really is, or Passover, as I said. So in that sense. Christ came to become our Passover lamb. Christ came as a spotless, perfect lamb of God to be slaughtered, to take away the sin of the whole world. You know, the Bible declares in Exodus 18, chapter 20, that, sorry, in Exodus chapter 18, verse 20, that the soul that sin shall die. And this, Christ became the substitute for the sin of mankind. He became a substitute for your sin for my sin. Christ fulfilled the requirements for for sin to be judged by becoming the, the, the sacrifice for sin on the cross. And so in first Corinthians 5 7 Paul declared that Christ is our Passover because he came as a sacrifice to deliver us as a sacrifice to take our place. So as Israel was delivered from the judgment of God that visited the land of Egypt by the virtue of the slaughtered animal, so also not only did Jesus pay our sin, he also delivered us from the sinful nature, the bondage of sin and the power of sin over us. He gave us a new nature. He gave us the righteous nature. That righteousness of God was given to us because of Christ death on the cross in exchange with our lives he took our life and then he gave us his righteousness listen to this in romans chapter 5 verse 12 says therefore just as sin came into the world through one man and death through sin so death spread to all people no one being able to stop it or escape its power because they all sin you see sin came to the world through one person through the sin of adam we all inherited the sinful nature because of the virtue of the sin that adam committed in genesis R- romans chapter 5 17 says that for if by the trespass of the one that is adam death reigns through the one that is adam much more then surely will Those who receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. And you see here, this is really stating to us that we inherited the sin nature from Adam by the virtue of the natural birth. Just like we our own natural parents, we inherited that the sin nature from them. It came from Adam. You know. The the sin nature is not. I mean, you don't teach a two year or th- two to three year old. You don't teach them how to lie. It's just natural. It will come. It will. It it will manifest itself. That is because of the sin nature. So by the virtue of the the sin that Adam committed, we inherited that. All it came to the whole of mankind. And so the Bible is telling us there that also. So by the virtue of the spiritual birth, we receive. And have inherited from God as our heavenly Father the spiritual nature of God. The same way we we inherit we inherited the sinful nature through uh, the sin of Adam from our natural parents. The same way, when we come into Christ, when we give our lives to Christ, when we become born again, we are given a new life. We now inherited the nature of God, spiritual nature of God which is righteousness we inherit a hundred percent righteousness nature of Christ that's what we have second Corinthians chapter five seventeen says that therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation is a new person the whole has passed away behold the new has come a new person has come a new nature that is just that is perfect it's a gift It's not that anyone can earn it. It's not that we can earn it. We have inherited that through Christ. That's what Christ has done for us. And so, the whole Adam, the whole nature of sin has been found short, judged, declared guilty by God. And it has been put to death. It's condemned and done with. And now, a new Adam, a new person, a new nature, Christ's nature. A nature that is at peace with God, with the blessed hope of a victorious life through Christ, is what we now have. And this is where I want to go with this today. The fact is that we have inherited a new nature in Christ as Christians, as born-again believers. We have a new nature. We don't go by the whole nature anymore. We don't live by the standard of the whole nature anymore. But sad to say that many Christians, Many of us, we are still bound and trapped in the whole life. We're still trying to live the new victorious life by the power of the whole nature, the whole nature which is already defeated. We're trying to hand the righteousness of God by laboring under the hold. We're trying to please God. We're trying to measure up to the standard of God, which is supposed to be uh, by the standard of the whole nature, which is supposed to be dead and buried. And so by this, many, many, many Christians are bound in the chain of guilt and condemnation. We are day the, the chain of the whole life. Because of that, when you live under the chain of the whole life, under the struggle of the whole life, we are unable to live free from the power of sin. Because you cannot overpower sin, a sinful, sinful nature by becoming, being enslaved by it. By being subjected to the law. You cannot fulfill the law. By the power of the sin nature. And, and as such, such, the enemy will put us under guilt, under shame, under condemnation. Because there can't be freedom there. We cannot find freedom there. And this is so sad that we we try to live the righteous life from the perspective of the sin nature. Instead, we need to come to a place where we are living from the righteousness of Christ. We are projecting ourselves forward, looking at who we are already. It's not who we are going to be. We are already given the righteous gift. We are already made righteous by God. It's 100% righteousness of Christ. And from that perspective, from that stand, we can begin to walk forward. We can begin to live and to overpower sin. The Bible said that sin will not have dominion over us. The whole life of sin, the whole life that is defeated and buried, should not have power over us anymore. When we are walking in the newness of Christ, we are supposed to really, to walk in that nature of Christ. We we, we, we are supposed to look at the mirror of the word of God. This is what the Bible tells us in, in James chapter 1 that, We need to look into the mirror for reflection of who we are if i want to go out now i'll look into the mirror and to try and see how i look like if i look presentable and then i'll adjust myself and the same thing it's similar we look at the mirror of the word of god to see what is missing how we are supposed to to walk and we project ourselves by that we project ourselves from living from the righteousness-based, righteousness-consciousness. We don't look on ourselves like the whole nature because that's not who we are anymore. Even God doesn't speak to us. God does not uh, relate His promise to us. God does not expect us to uh, walk in spiritual blessings under the power of the whole nature. When God gives us a promise, when God declares the word over us, you know, he's, he's not speaking to the old nature. He's not speaking to this same nature. He, God is speaking to this righteousness of Christ that we are. It is in that the righteousness of Christ that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. That's when we say, when we say, oh, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. We are speaking from the power of the, the righteousness of Christ of who we are already and so i just want to say today as we reflect on on easter that to take into consciousness the fact that we are renewed we have a new life the whole life is buried god wants us to live from that consciousness of the righteousness of christ let me use this illustration if you have in a in a say in in the same place in the same town or in the same city you have the king and you have a beggar you know they are on two levels different levels opposite levels for example the king the way the king will project himself is going to based upon you know his his status, that king will project himself in the light of who he is. His responsibility, his outlook, his um, how he, he plans things—you know, his discipline, his his acts—everything is going to is going to be based upon the fact that he is king, and he's going to project that, you know, that that power, that authority. You know, he will live by that, he will plan by that, he will move forward by that. When he wakes up, he's thinking in dominion terms, he's thinking in terms of authority, responsibility, accomplishments. Whereas a beggar, when he wakes up, he's just thinking about the next hour. He's thinking, oh my God, how am I going to make it today? He's thinking, what am I going to eat? You know, he's thinking about the low things, because that's who he is, that's where he is. And when you compare that as well you know just I'm just trying to use that as an illustration that when we look at ourselves on the basis of who we are already we are already made righteous we are we are we are complete in Christ and when we look from there we look at life we project ourselves forward based on the Word of God on the promises of God from the righteousness based consciousness and we move ahead from there there is so much power there There is so much power when we come to the Word of God and we see the promises of God and we look into the Word of God, the promises of God for us, based upon the righteousness of Christ. We are strengthened. We have confidence in the Word. We have confidence that we are who Christ says we are and we can do what he says we can do and we have dominion over sin. You know, besetting sins will not have dominion over us because then... We are walking in power. We are walking in dominion with, with that mindset. We can take authority over sin. You know, as, as we begin to meditate on who we are, the life of God will be, will be flowing from us. Jesus said that the word that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. As we see ourselves in the consciousness of Christ and we begin to meditate upon the Word of God, meditate on who Christ says we are, that word begins to take life. We begin to form life in us. We begin to transform us. And we we are able to, you know, move forward and walk and live from the basis of righteousness, knowing that we are head and not tail. We are above and not beneath. We are prosperous. We, We are not, we don't lack because we god is more than able we we have resources our resources we have heavenly resources more than enough you know we don't have to live in fear we don't have to fear poverty we don't have to fear lack because we are already above all these things we are already in the christ nature and this is how we we're moving forward james chapter 1 verse 22 says But whoever looks intently into the perfect Lord that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. When we look at the Word of God and we address ourselves according to the Word of God, we think according to the Word of God, we declare, we speak according to the Word of God. The word that we speak is not empty, it's life. We declare that. This is how we live in that righteousness consciousness. We live from righteousness consciousness forward, not from the whole life. I pray that, you know, this is taking root in you. I, I wanted to share that, especially because, you know, the Lord has been putting on my heart that there are some of you, you are going through, you know, just uh, uh, guilt and torment. The enemy is constantly tormenting you with guilt guilt of the past guilt of what you have done guilt of besetting sins and the way to live victorious we don't condone sin but the way we live victorious over sin is not by trying and struggling to fulfill uh, the requirements of law by the whole nature but by coming into the gift of righteousness and you know just accepting that god has made you righteous you are righteous he is a gift you didn't earn it christ died for your sin you have asked god to forgive you and now you receive that righteousness and just begin to take ownership of it and begin to stand in it and begin to uh, go before god on that basis and walk in that and as you and, as you're walking forward, these chains, this bondage, this shame, and this guilt and condemnation, they will be falling off you because the more you spend the time in the Word of God, you begin to see clearly who you are, and as you begin to see, you begin to walk in power, walk in authority and freedom. so I pray that you your freedom comes to you, I pray that you are Deliver from that guilt from that shame that the enemy is putting on you in Jesus name. Praise God. okay I'm just going to finish now and I'm going to finish with Isaiah 55 sorry Isaiah 53 verse 5. I want to read this verse. As I read this verse, I want to encourage you even as have been sharing today about the purpose of Easter, the meaning of Easter. And uh, this verse really just speaks very clearly about what the purpose of Easter is, what Christ came to do. Let me read it. And as I read it, just meditate on this word. Isaiah 53, verse 5 says, But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds. We are healed truly this is what it's all about this is the this is the spirit of Easter or passover this is what he came to do and this is what I've been talking about the fact that we need to see that the whole nature is finished with the whole nature is buried with Christ and I've been encouraging you to adopt this mindset to be renewed in your mind to think like the new person that you have the new nature that christ has given us he has given you a new nature as i read that in second corinthians that says that if any man is in christ is a new niche a new creation that new person is your spirit man and is in you that new person is whole is is a spirit but is it is whole is the real you is the one that when this body falls apart and when we die that spirit does not die that spirit man is right now in you and that spirit man is whole is not sick is not barren is not in fear is not in bondage to sin that's who you had that's that is who you have to live out that spirit person is Christ's nature is Christ's spirit, and as I've read this word, I want you to take this verse and begin to meditate on that and see yourself free from the whole person, see yourself now living whole life, living healed, living in peace, living righteously, living free from dominion, from control of sin, living in power, living in the glory of God, living in dominion and authority because this is who you are now in Christ. Is this mindset, just renewing your mind to who the word of God says you are. So I guess as as I'm going to pray right now, I want to encourage you to take hold of this verse and begin to walk in that freedom. Begin to declare it over yourself. Begin to see yourself living and moving forward as a righteous person, as a person who is at peace, peace with God. You know, God sees you in that righteousness. It's, God doesn't see you condemned. It's the enemy that condemns. The Holy Spirit can convict us when we have sinned, but it does not condemn us. So today, you, you're you going to live free from condemnation because condemnation belongs to the past. You're going to adopt and see yourself righteous and begin to walk from there. So I'm going to pray. I'm going to set myself in agreement with you. And I said, and I just encourage you, please. Just take the word of God. Take this verse. You can start with this verse, Isaiah fifty three verse five, and just leave it and meditate on it and declare it and pray it over you, and we'll begin to walk in that power and see the 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 victories of Christ being manifested in those areas where you are struggling with right now in Jesus' name. We all have to continue in this way. We all have the areas, you know, uh, um, areas we need to see ourselves walking in victory. We are all. It's always one there's one thing after the other, but step by step God is taking us from glory to glory. So I pray that you're gonna to begin to walk in that newness in a new dimension today, as from today forward in the name of Jesus, you begin to walk in that freedom. So as I'm as I'm gonna pray now, just want to you to come in agreement with that. And before I pray, I just want to say if you are listening and you have not asked God to forgive you, you cannot Have you cannot walk in Christ's nature? You need to walk in Christ's nature, you need to ask God for forgiveness, you need to give your life to Christ, you need to uh, uh, receive the forgiveness of God, and then you're given the new nature, the righteous nature. So, I'm going to pray first and foremost. And for you, if you want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, to repeat this prayer, and then I will pray. Uh, the closing prayer. So if you want to accept Jesus Christ, just repeat this prayer after me. Uh, just declare, just say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to die for my sin on the cross. Today, I I, I come to you and I ask for forgiveness of my sins. I ask you to give me your spirit. Give me the, the your righteous nature make me a new person wash my sins away and make me new i receive your forgiveness in jesus name amen and now i'm just going to pray and i just want you to come in agreement with me as i hold on to isaiah 53 verse 5 to just declare that word in agreement about what christ has already accomplished over your life in jesus name father we just thank you for today Thank you for your spirit, O Lord. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence right now that is going across the land that is touching people. Father, I thank you for the blood of Jesus that was shed at Calvary. On that cross, Jesus, you give your life so that we can come into the newness of the righteousness of God. We can receive a new life. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, right now for that new life. That newness of life is coming. Father, I pray and I touch an agreement with my brothers and my sisters who are listening right now everyone under the sound of my voice I pray father that the power of your spirit will visit them I pray Oh God that the hold life the guilt the condemnation the sin dominion over them be broken the power of sin besetting sin ancestral spirit that is tormenting them will besetting sin let that power be broken in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit right now Lord I thank you for your life I'll speak your life, but, but at, uh, um, at the cross, even as Isaiah 53 declared that you were wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. And because of what you you went through, we can have peace. Father, I proclaim that peace right now. To everyone under the sound of my voice, as they receive this word, I declare your peace over them, your peace over their circumstances, your peace over their health. I speak healing to their bodies in Jesus' name. I speak peace of mind to the mind that is tormented right now. I speak joy into homes right now. I speak healing and restoration into families, into marriages. I speak your power. I speak direction in the name of Jesus. I come against confusion in Jesus' name. I come against destiny that has been a Botted right now, destiny that is being held by the enemy. I command the enemy to lose the hold over this people in Jesus' name. I command those destinies that have been buried to come forth in the name of Jesus. I speak life, I speak power, and I speak purpose in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for the victory of the cross. I thank you for newness. I declare a new season. Yes, the Lord says it's a new season. The Lord says it's a new season, and I just say, Receive it right now in Jesus' name because God is going to god is taking away the lord says i'm taking away your shame i'm taking that garment that is you have bound with that shame that which which you look at yourself which way people are looking at you i am taking it off you i am giving you a new garment i'm giving you a garment of joy a sound of joy is coming forth the sound of joy is coming forth for you joy is breaking forth in your life in jesus name yes father i thank you joy Somebody, joy is breaking forth. Good news is coming forth. Where you have received bad news, the Lord says, I am turning it around in the name of Jesus. The Lord says, I'm going to visit that situation. That situation that has been declared against you, I am going to overturn it on your behalf. I am going to stand in judgment. I am going to move on your behalf. I am going to speak to the person in charge. I am going to speak. There is a court case. God says, I will speak to the judge to do in a Agreement with my will, in agreement with my favor, I pronounce favor over you in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you for newness, Lord. Thank you for a new season. A new season is visiting your people. You're visiting your people with new, 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 new season, new, 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 new and uh, development. Father, I thank you even for that one that you're giving land to, land to develop. You are, uh, you are an estate agent. God says, I'm going to give you new properties. I'm going to bring new properties into your hand and I'm going to establish it and I'm going to establish it for my glory. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for ministry. Turn around in ministry. Thank you that you're opening doors for even ministers of the gospel to go into the nations. Yes, you're saying that nothing will hold them back from going into those nations. You will open those doors of those nations and they will go forth and proclaim the power of Christ in the name of Jesus and set the captives free. Oh Father, we thank you. Thank you for a glorious day. Thank you for a new day. Thank you for your power. Thank you for visitation. You're visiting the land with glory. Father, we thank you for what you are doing in this hour, in this season. I thank you, Lord, for everybody under the sound of my voice. Father, we declare it so right now. What what you have done today is permanent in Jesus' name. Amen, and amen, amen. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you so much again for being with me. Uh, It's always a privilege for me to be able to come, honestly. So I just thank God for your life. So until another time, God bless you. Have a wonderful and a glorious week. In Jesus' name, amen.